So, welcome to the podcast today. Welcome to the Chaos Cast. We're glad to have you here. We hope you enjoy today's topics. Um, we're covering a, ri- a wide range of different uh, news topics, but we're going to cover some specific stuff to educate you a little better about just the crap that's going on around you in the world and how to be better prepared for it. And uh, we hope you enjoy this ne- this new installment of the Chaos Cast. So are you ready? Why don't you get ready with us at ReadyWise? We've got a new code, CHAOS10, all lowercase letters. And you can go to the link in the description to our website where you hit the ReadyWise link. And you'll help this podcast. You'll help this social media brand. And you'll also help yourself because you're going to save 10% on your purchase. Now, we'd also like you to go to our website and join our email subscriber list for exclusive articles for newsletters and exclusive deals like ReadyWise deal where we save you 10% because they're not the only place we can save you 10% because we got black beer fire starters and we're working on pack fresh if you're wanting to pack your own food so uh yeah we got a lot of great deals for you there go join the email subscriber list and while you're there go check out the merch store and get you a happy gun shirt you know in a world full of gun negativity you may want to spread gun positivity how are you going to do that well with the dementedly happy gun we put this guy on a shirt for you to show your gun positivity everywhere you go and everybody loves the happy gun shirt that's $23.98 and that includes your shipping And also, go check out the gear store where we have our cool, awesome, wonderful bush augers. The Scotch-Eye bush auger. Uh, Right now, the price is around $15. And you can literally create anything you want with this awesome bush auger. So, go check it out, my friends. And check out all the sponsors and the blog and every amenity we have there. We're always working on new things for you to be better prepared and again get ready with us at ReadyWise chaos 10 all lowercase saves you 10 percent if you go through our link thank you friends hope you enjoy the chaos welcome to the chaos cast we are glad to have you here we're going live across social media we're on clapper tiktok facebook and youtube right now we're so glad to have you coming in if you're just now downloading this podcast and listening to it if you're driving your truck and you just need a good laugh and some good news we're here for you uh we're gonna pray for you here at s29 cast prayers we pray for everybody even the trolls we love the trolls we, we love you we, jesus said love you in me so we're gonna love you we're gonna pray for you Lord, touch them in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, we got a little bit of everybody in here. Uh, Joseph Fribs, you're talking about, are you talking about the smell in uh, down here in Alabama that is going on in Gadsden? Oh, you, I think he's talking, are they saying it smells like a trumper? <laughs> the atheists believe in false gods. Yes, they believe in themselves. But uh, as we get going, you may hear me. Uh, interact with some of our troll friends that come in here and there and uh, we're going to talk about the news so what is happening in Georgia right now we we have flames at Cop City Cop City's been set on fire there's been a protest going on there you've had uh, clashes with the police a little bit of rioting going on in uh, cop, uh, over in Cop City like I said at the beginning of this if you don't know who, uh, what Cop City is Cop City is this huge uh, training facility that's being built in Atlanta. Cop City is is going to also house a, one of the biggest sound stages in the country. And once this is built, they're saying this will solidify um, Atlanta as the center of the you know the basic center of the movie industry. It's going to replace Hollywood. And if you didn't realize Hollywood's done, a lot of stuff's going on now in the South, all the way from North Carolina down to Georgia, even in Alabama. 
uh, more and more is moving here because of the cost in California. And you can argue with me about that all you want, but the truth of the matter is, is it's happening. Uh, Tyler Perry's had a lot to do with that. The Walking Dead's had a lot to do with that, but you just see more and more happening. Atlanta is growing. The whole area is growing. I mean, Huntsville's growing. Uh, Nashville area is growing. Chattanooga's growing. Um, I mean, so much going on. And what's happening now, we're starting to see the gentrification of the redneck properties. We're seeing people move in by farmland and turn it into subdivisions. So if you're against that, we need to make that known. Hey, you need to buy a small piece of property. Refuse to buy subdivisions. That's what I tell you to do. Refuse to buy subdivisions. And they'll quit making these stupid things. You, you want to help the environment? Stop making freaking subdivisions. Stop adding on to the cities. Take that little extra drive in your electric car from the, the country roads and stop conglomerating in these cities. You're making yourself a big target for Putin. You're destroying the planet. You're the reason we have to do all the things we have to do out in the country to supply these stupid megaliths. Just, just move out. Help the world. Disintegrate the cities. Do away with them because they won't lock y'all up in there and they're going to try and do it with these smart cities. We can't talk about a certain 15 a certain phrase that starts with 15 and ends with 80 because they're monitoring and they're they're censoring that all over the place. I was on the, listening to a podcast the other day uh, while I was driving the haul truck and they were talking about how you could not find their episode of that because they started with that, that phrase that starts with 15 and ends with 80 and uh, because they're banning it. The WEF has went and made uh, its... its uh, pronunciation it's enunciations whatever it's made its proclamations that's what it is I'm a redneck now don't judge me it's made its proclamations known you talk about the 15 idiot I can't say the word but yeah it's growing in the south we're, we're a little worried about all y'all coming down here so if you uh, if you experience a little anger from everybody it's because you're running our deer off with your subdivisions to so stop just move into a little cabin in the woods. But anyways, Cop City's on fire. I said on Sunday evening in Georgia, the upcoming Atlanta Public Safety Training Center, also known as Cop City, experienced equipment emitting smoke and flames. Fox 5 Atlanta released footage on their website displaying a bulldozer and other equipment on fire along with a portion of the crash. Additionally, the video depicted a significant number of law enforcement officials included including Georgia State Troopers taking action to prevent people from approaching the area. According to Fox 5, the center is situated in the southeast part of Atlanta on Key Road, where there have been confrontations between protesters and law enforcement officials. Now, why are they protesting? Why are they mad? Because they're fixing to have to cut down, they're fixing to have to clear-cut tons of acreage to create this place. Um, One of the reasons they're making this training center is because we've had so much going on with police, and it always comes back to, to the defense is, and I've had liberals tell me this, um, it always, this is what they say in court, well, they always just say it's a lack of training. Well, they're trying to take care of it now, and now they're trying to burn down the training center because we hate the police. Well, if you hate the police, they're trying to train them, but at the same time, I understand because they're clear-cutting a bunch of property. Is there not some defunct property that some old warehouse, because I see old warehouses Old warehouses that nobody's using that are decrepit and falling apart. You see them in Chattanooga, you see them in Huntsville, you see uh, places like this in Birmingham. Can we not just clear cut this, these areas, uh, bulldoze these old decrepit facilities and put in the new instead of clear cutting the forest? That's what I mean. That, I like the forest. I'm not a tree hugger, but I kind of like my trees. You know, I try to focus on cutting saplings out in the woods because I like the big trees for shade. You know, that's the way it is. How you doing, Kevin? Blizzard, good to see you, man. Uh, Big M.O., thanks for that follow. Um, Linda Malford, what do you got to say? Wait, they're destroying green space. They are destroying green space. Um, That's that's the way it is. Now, there's a certain way that you can can cut down certain trees, but you can't deforest the whole area. And that, but that's what they're about to do. They're just going to put a huge 100-acre lot there, I believe, parking lot there for these guys to train them. Now, I've been in these training facilities. I've, I've been to the Tennessee Code uh, Academy up in uh, Bell Buckle, Tennessee, and, and it's a pretty big facility. It's a fire training, co-training facility. 
But apparently they need a bigger facility because they're also going to shoot movies here. So that's, you know, you're, it comes with a cost. Good entertainment comes with a cost, I guess. But apparently they're not willing to tear down old and defunct factories and use their eminent domain in that way uh, and put up good things, places that are not being used. We've seen so many factories that's just been abandoned in America because they went somewhere else. So, you know, there's that. Uh, Kate, Katie Ann says, when is the apocalypse? Everything is burning down and derailing. I'm scared. Uh, we're in a slow roll apocalypse, Katie Ann. Uh, it, it is the slow roll apocalypse. Uh, they're draining your finances with the costs of food to the point when it gets really, really bad. This is the plan. You will beg for some semblance of normalcy, normalcy and we'll be willing to give up your freedoms in any manner to get that normalcy back. Look what people did during the pandemic. This was a test run, and people were willing to do so many different things just to get an inkling of normalcy so they could go on vacation again, so they could go grocery shopping again, so their family could get out of the house. Mini Haven Homestead, good to see you coming in. Uh, but yeah, you, you, again, it's a slow roll. So you still got time to get prepped. You've still got time to get prepared. And there's no better way to get ready than uh, go to ready. We got, we got our link in our bio. You can find our link anywhere we're at. We got it. The link on Facebook is usually at the top of the page during the live stream, so you can click it. Use code Chaos Ten, all lowercase letters, and you can save ten percent on your purchase. Now we had to work a deal out with them. They said we're only going to be able to do a fifteen percent deal. That means you get you or they get a five. They either get a five percent discount or you only make five percent uh, commission. And they get or they get a 10% discount, and you get a 5% commission. That's that's kind of what they told me. And I said, well, you know what? I, I need I need money to run this thing, but you know, hey, we're gonna give the people that follow us the deal. We're gonna let them get the 10% off. So I'm actually making less than you're saving on per per order. But we're willing to do that because I want you to be ready. Um, I want you to be prepared. Uh, I had to take the I took the hit. Uh, Bama Trucker, good to see you coming in. I had to take the hit, folks, because I want you to be prepared. And, and, and hey, they got eggs. You're struggling with eggs. You're looking at a time where there may not be no eggs in your eggs. You live in a city and you can't have chicken. They got powdered eggs. Uh, they got a deal going right now. I think if you buy three totes of powdered eggs, you're going to get one free. Um, they've got uh, numerous deals going on. Uh, so go check them out. Uh, again, uh, Chaos 10, that's your discount code. You can go straight to their website or you can go through my roster link that is on my website. You go through the link in the files. Thank you for that. Uh, we got Jared Dale. Jared Dale's in here. Got Miles Celeb. Good to see you. Uh, we got, uh, what is that? Uh, Creek Squad uh, from New Zealand. Good to see you. Cliff Tracker. We got him, we got him on here uh, helping us out on uh, Clapper. Trying to keep up with 10 different things. I don't know exactly who's on YouTube because it's just not showing me any tags. But we're glad to have you in here if you're in here. And if you're coming in on Reclap, we're glad to have you at Reclap. Recap, glad to have you in here. So our next story uh, that we're looking at, e-fires. we got these e-bike fires. New York City firefighters engaged in combat against a five-alarm fire on Sunday, suspected to have been ignited by an e-bike battery. The location of the blaze was 2096 Grand Concourse in the Bronx with the New York City Fire Department being dispatched at approximately 10.41 a.m. By Sunday evening, no casualties had been reported. Over 50 units, including fire and EMS and more than 200 members, were present at the site, resulting in five fires, one EMS member and one civilian suffering injuries. An investigation determined that the fire's cause was a lithium-ion battery that powered a scooter. Fire Commissioner Laura Kavanaugh indicated the extensive harm caused by the fire with an entire building being destroyed and its roof caved in due to the e-bike. Chief of Fire Operations John Hodgins mentioned the difficulty of the firefighters in containing the fire despite their efforts to extinguish it. According to the officials, the utilization of lithium-ion batteries to energize electric bikes and scooters has been responsible for 22 fires that led to 36 injuries and two fatalities in New York City this year. This, these figures represent four times the number of fires associated with these batteries reported by this time last year. Last month, Fire Commissioner Kavanaugh stated that Mayor Eric Adams 
administration was pursuing a multi-pronged approach to address this issue. This includes collaborating with the City Council and the Federal Consumer Product Safety Commission to establish additional regulations for lithium-ion batteries and raising public awareness. So here's the thing. I got a video up on uh, on, on pretty well most of my platforms, uh, but especially here on TikTok, uh, of what happens when you cut open a lithium-ion battery and you throw, there's, a, there's the... Uh, the certain piece inside that battery, the element they throw into water and it bursts into flames. So there, there's also a lot of issues with carrying uh, thing, lithium batteries in your pocket and somehow they, they, they get busted and damaged and they touch metal and then that ends up bursting into flames and that happened in people's pockets. That's why you've had people that had phones that have caught fire. Lithium ion batteries can be dangerous. Um, they react with water. That's why they're having such an issue with, uh, they react with water because of certain things that's in them. So that's why they're having such an issue putting out that fire. So with the increase of EVs and the increase of e-bikes, the increase of this lithium ion technology, you're going to see more incidents like this happen. They're already saying in a huge city like New York, this is basically um, what, did, what did it say? Four times? It's, it's quadrupled in what's happening. We're seeing this continuous move towards uh, electric-based vehicles. And uh, thank you, thank you, our sweet button psycho says she loves the shirt. Oh, that's that's uh, that's Elizabeth. Uh, we got that. You know, we got that on sale over at the merch store, Elizabeth. Um, got them for twenty-three ninety-eight. I think. That you shipping. Um, it's oxygen, not water. So, okay, maybe I'm wrong, but when the dude took the battery apart and threw that in water, it reacted. But they can't use water to put this out like they normally. They're probably having to use some kind of suppressant or foam uh, to try and put it out. But all in all, though, it's, it's causing a problem. So this is things to be mindful of when you're looking at going into your e-bike technology. Now, environmental side is six. Uh, if you don't mind, go into detail about what you're talking about and we'll, we'll bring that up because uh, I do want to hear your opinion on it. If you know a lot about this subject, explain what's causing the fires with these lithium-ion batteries. Uh, we may bring you up in a second uh, to talk briefly about it if you're interested in coming up to talk about this part of the subject and you'll be on the podcast and, and everything. Everybody will be able to hear you. Uh, but yeah, I mean, be mindful of what is happening with the, with your equipment. Be mindful of the damage. That's something they always tell us in any work setting I've been in is uh, to be mindful of the kind of damage that you're having to your equipment. And that's something to think about when it comes to your battery-operated equipment because it could very well turn into a fire. Uh, something happened with this, this e-bike. We don't know. Could it have been damaged? Could they have hit some part of it and damaged the battery not quite sure but that is something to think about um let's see can y'all hear me on clapper pretty good let me know b-man jay uh right now we are um talking about the batteries catch it on fire all right so we have these uh murder charges that have been filed in texas this is a sad situation Officials stated on Saturday that a caseworker had determined that children should be removed from a residence located in south of da- located south of Dallas on Friday, just before three, uh, just before three of them were discovered dead and two injured. The Ellis County Sheriff's Office announced in a statement that 25-year-old Shamaya Diashana Hall has been charged with three counts of capital murder according to jail records and the sheriff's office. She is being detained at the Wayne McCollum Detention Center on a $6 million bond with her address listed as being a Forney, Texas, which is nearby. It is unclear whether she has been appointed counsel in the case and the sheriff's office has not disclosed any information regarding her relationship, if any, to the victims. The sheriff's office has not publicly identified the children, but has revealed that the three were killed. Where the three that were killed were a six-year-old boy, a five-year-old, uh, five, and five-year-old twins, a girl and a boy. So that's a sad situation. We're seeing more things like this: children that are not being taken 
care of, that are being mistreated. Um, yeah, folks, if you don't love your kids, hey, find some. There's so many people out there that would love to have kids. I know people that are fostering kids that would love to have them. We got Doomsday Podcast. What you doing, buddy? Good to see you. Uh, y'all can hear me. There you go. We got a. We're running 62 in Clapper. Hey, we got to beat that here on TikTok. We got a competition here. We got Joe Moore watching. Good to see you, Joe. Good to see you, Don. Uh, Parker. But uh, let, let's see uh, who's who's coming in. Who? Hey, who can we get in here? We got we got a competition going on. Danny B. Uh, I grounded myself from Clapper until I get a merch store. Self discipline. There you go, Danny. She'll ground herself from things every once in a while. She got more self control than a lot of people does. But yeah, I mean, you're seeing more and more, you know, just children that are being mistreated. Uh, we're seeing it in our school systems. We're seeing children come in with all kinds of learning disabilities simply because they were just ignored or they were left in playpens. That uh, I heard a story of one that was walking around on tiptoes because she had been in a playpen for so many years and she, she she was just used to walk and she's here she is in kindergarten walking around with tiptoes um just so much going on and you have many many children right now being raised by grandparents great grandparents in some cases because the children and then the grandchildren are running nuts on drugs and it's a sad situation really seeing it affect our children right now folks uh you're really seeing these kids come come out with a lot of problems in in life um if you're one of those people that are struggling with your addiction you need to get help and i I tell you hey go to jesus go watch that movie jesus revolution i watched that and that 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 was a former drug addict Uh oh we're catching up we're baiting them 55 to 6 55 56 good to see y'all in here um 918 unknown good to see you in here nikola tesla yeah, it, it's 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 not a matter of of helping them. It's a matter of parents, from what I've seen in this personal experience. It's a matter of parents that have been helped too much. They got some enablers that 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 give them that have given them way too much all their life, and they're used to getting it. And when it comes time to step up, they're not willing to. So it's it's that situation. You can give them all you want. We need to focus on helping those kids. And and the only places you're you know you're going to be able to do this is in your community centers, uh, in, in your in, in in your churches, in your schools, being a part of that. If you're a responsible adult, be a part of the community. If you see that kid that's walking around in ragged clothes uh, that that don't look like they've been fed, they look like they're being mistreated. Being a good influence on that kid's life. Uh, do your best to set an example. You know, we've tried all our lives to help in church, to help with the kids in our neighborhood, uh, to, to help in all kinds of things going on around us. And, and, and sometimes it feels like you're fighting a losing battle because there's only one of you. There's only a couple of you. Uh, hey, if you're if you're thinking this problem's going to fix itself or if the government's going to fix this problem, I'm telling you, you better think twice and you better get involved. I have experience with Nikola Tesla. You're an idiot. Nikola Tesla says this ignorant stuff. I completely disagree. You're showing that you have never experienced poverty. I experienced poverty. I'm I'm in poverty right now. <laughs> I can barely afford to eat half the time. Lord help. You think because I got a computer and a bunch of crappy phones, I'm I'm not in poverty? I grew up in a me- let me explain to y'all something. I grew up in a predominantly drug area. Meth labs being run in my backyard. Meth labs being running in the house beside my home. The only thing that brought me out of this poverty was the fact that I went to work and I trusted the Lord. So you can explain, a lot, you can say a lot of stupid things if you're a troll, but you can't explain away the fact that I live in a very poor area of Alabama. I got a lot of poor rednecks living around me. The reason I know how to survive off the land is because we didn't have any cable. We didn't have any television to watch. We had 3, 9, and 12 if the, if the receiver was working around. We was out in the woods getting tore up by briars, picking blackberries that tasted nasty because they still had the seeds in them. And y'all was eating your seedless blackberries from Costco sitting playing video games. Don't talk to me about poverty. Yeah, when you when you when you live you can say you've been living off Raymond noodles. I can say hey, there's been times that, that me and my wife didn't know we was gonna be able to put food on the table. And I know plenty of people like that. 
When, when you go up to the people in the Smoky Mountains, you're on a trip, and you just drove up there, and you're eating hot dogs and chili because you can't afford to eat, and you and some guy's trying to talk you into going out to a uh, one of those little the places where they try to talk you into buying a timeshare, and you tell him all you make a year is twenty five thousand dollars a year, and and he looks at you like, how, how are you on vacation while we drove up here? <laughs> sometimes we sleep in the car, sometimes we can get a room for pretty cheap, and we got the tax money in. <laughs> yeah, they do make good jelly, Ricochet. I'm going to tell you, the trolls and, and, and these young folks that come on here, that don't, that's the problem with America. All you see is your own ignorance and stupidity displayed in your mind. Uh, th- this this person right here, and I, I don't, I'm going to say a prayer for this because there, there's, we're going to say a prayer for Nikola Tesla 1919. We're going to say a prayer for them because they're extremely delusioned about their view of the world by handing things to people. I've seen people that are extremely, that have no power in their house, that have no water in their house. They're, they're, they're in the worst shape. You can hand them something. And I, I've been the one that's handed them stuff and it's not made their situation better. And it didn't make the kids' situation better because they're selling the food stamps. They're selling them for drug money. They're selling the food you give them. They're selling the things you give them to get more drugs. So, uh, you know, so we're going to say a prayer for this person because there's a lot of delusion people like this that were not raised in this situation. They do not know what poverty is. They do not understand what they're talking about. They have an idea in their mind and they don't know how they're enabling these people for worse lives. And it's screwing the kids up because we're, we're the ones having to deal with these kids when they come in to the youth. We're the ones working in this poverty. Golly, Jesus help us. Lord, I pray you help Nikola Tesla and every person like you see this ignorance and stupidity and they'll come back with anything they can think of, Lord, that, that they can say to try and win an argument. But when it comes down to actually helping the community, God, they have no clue. I, I mean, I talk to drug addicts and, and recovering addicts regularly, on a regular basis, God, and they talk about what happened and how they got their God. And it's people like this that enabled that, Jesus. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, you bind these people ignorance, jerk it out of their head and educate them, Lord, about the stupidity in the world because of people like them that don't got a dang lick of sense, Jesus. Touch them, Lord. I shouldn't have got that tore up. Lord, it makes me angry. Lord, it makes me angry. You got ignorant people and you ignorant people are the reason we're dealing with this stuff. Hand them something. Give them something. It ain't never helped nobody I know that was sitting out there broke and destitute. Now, I think we run out half the trolls. We lost half our people on TikTok. <laughs> That's one good thing. If you're get rid of trolls on TikTok or any platform. You just start praying. Because when the power is set down, they get out. They, they don't like it. They can't stand to hear the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But you got this woman sitting here. She's involved in killing children. That's where you get. That's where you get. When you, when you see the pictures of the kids that got a hold of the mason jars, they were, um, you know, getting their chemicals ready to make meth and that kid took a drink of that because they thought it was a drink and they were thirsty and hungry and it killed them and it burned all the way down into their body and by, and it just it caused all kinds of damage because some parent was giving their kid everything that they wanted and they become a complete piece of trash when they got older because they didn't discipline them and educate them. And now they turned into a complete piece of trash that don't take care of their kid. And their kid gets a hold of that mason jar and drinks it. And I'm not just judging that person. This is the thing. They need help. They need real help. They need prayer. They don't need your handout. They need you to to say something, to be there when they come to talk. Don't just hand them stuff all the time. Because it don't never help. I've been sitting here with some of these people since we were kids, and it ain't helped. They just keep it going and doing it. And you know who's suffering is their kids and them because they can't get loose because every time that urge hits, they got a way to get it because you keep handing it to them. Lord, touch the ignorance and stupidity in this country. Lord, I ought not got that mad. I got to, we're going to have to get off that stuff. Lord, have your way. Thank you, Elizabeth. Uh, Lord, Lord's moving. He's, he's opening doors. Every once in a while, I'll get out here and act like a nut job on Facebook and on the live stream. But anyways, we got some more strange coincidences in Ohio. So share this out, folks, to your friends. Share this out and uh, get them involved. What did Nikola Tesla come back and say there? I seen you blocked him. Uh, 
you didn't have, you, he didn't say much else because he can't argue with that crowd. You can't argue with somebody that knows what's going on. You can tell them they, uh, that they've never experienced adverse people. When you're using language like that garbage right there, you ain't experienced adverse poverty. You ain't went without a meal. You ain't wondering where your next meal's coming from. Your daddy ain't had to sit there and pray uh, and tell people at work, my God's going to take care of it. He, he ain't, he, your daddy ain't had to sit there and say, my lights will be on, and a guy drives by the house and sees the lights on in the house because somehow the money came. You, you ain't experienced adverse poverty when somebody just shows up out the blue and brings you groceries, and they didn't know that you didn't have the money to buy any food this week. You don't know what no adverse poverty is. You're just a, a college kid that don't got no dang leg of sense. Yes, Danny, San, Danny Sanchez, Sam Reed. That jump makes me angry. And it's not just a trolling thing. It's, it's, a, it's a problem in our country. It is a problem in our country. A bunch of idiots running it that are dislocated from the actual problems that are happening. And I'm not talking about liberty. I'm talking about every stinking politician we got. You're looking at the go-getters and the up-and-comers of the world that just want a position, and they don't got a dang lick of sense to use it. <laughs> he heard your prayers before he left. <laughs> well, hopefully the Lord opened his eyes and he ain't stupid. we got more strange coincidences in Ohio, so share this out. Let's get your friends in here. If you got friends in Ohio, let them know. Uh, officials reported that on Saturday evening, approximately 20 cars of a cargo train operated by Norfolk Southern derailed near Springfield, Ohio. This marks the second such incident involving the company's trains in Ohio within a month. Ain't the only incidents that's happened in Ohio, folks, I'm telling you. However, unlike the derailment that occurred on February 3rd in East Palestine, no hazardous, hazardous materials were present on the train in this recent incident according to the company's spokesperson cited in the Columbus Dispatch. The train was not carrying passengers and derailed near the Clark County Fairgrounds by State Route 41 at around 5 p.m. Springfield is situated about 46 miles west of Columbus, the capital city of Ohio. The Clark County Emergency Management Agency has requested that into... Well, see, here's the thing. They're saying they didn't have any toxic chemicals, but yet they're requesting that individuals living within a thousand foot radius of the train derailment take shelter in place as per reports. However, no formal evacuation orders have been issued by the agency as of 8.50 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Officials are still in the process of determining whether any hazardous, hazardous materials were involved in the incident. Explosive, um, that's a whole other story. So we got another train derailment. Everybody's sheltering in place. They don't really, they say there's no chemicals on board. They don't really know. I, I don't know what in the world's happening. What in the world's happening in our country? See, that, they act like that's the second thing that's happening in Ohio. But we all know about these plants exploding, catching on fire, planes uh, crashing. Uh, that, you know, it's, it, we got metal rain. Uh, we've got more and more uh, things, reports coming out about the toxicity in the soil and in the water and how it's affecting people. And, and here's something wild. Uh, last night, right before I drove out and got, got to working, James Spann, he's a, he, he works with the Rick and Bubba show. He does a lot down in Alabama as far as the weather is concerned. And he posted, uh, and I've got this picture up, I think on TikTok, got it on Facebook a couple different places. But he posted this hazy-looking cloud in the sky uh, between Gadsden and Anniston, Alabama. And he was getting reports from people in those areas on social media that were saying there was a, a weird smell in the air. Yeah, it's happening in different countries too, Danny. That's happened in a number of different countries. It's insane. Um, but it, it's and it's all in the Western world. So I, you tell me this ain't no some kind of attack. I don't I don't know what that is. But anyways, there was this hazy fog type uh, cloud in the air. People were, were uh, getting this weird ammonia-like smell. Uh, one of the things that uh, that was mentioned was he was told of a family that drove through it and they started getting nauseous and getting headaches. They were getting sick. They were reacting to this. So this is happening in Alabama. Now my friend uh, Mike, they call him Trump Dad. Y'all know him. He, he was like, keep me posted, brother. Because he lives in Fort Payne. He's right, uh, he lives right down the road from this and he didn't want to get in uh, get caught up in that mess. And uh, he didn't want to he wanna know what's going to happen. But anyways, it's uh, 
it's it's wild what we're seeing, and and, and there's so much going on. There's a, there is a, a group of cities that was reporting. You know, you had the military just shows up and they're doing live fire training, and it's not just this one city. It's happening all you know all in all kinds of different places. I think along the border, but they, they had no clue. They just start hearing gunfire in the middle of the night, and everybody's like, "Oh, this is normal. This is normal. It's just fear among." I'm like, you got people in the town that's saying, "Hey." We're not used to hearing gunfire in the middle of the night in our town and, and seeing heavy equipment, helicopters and soldiers uh, with live fire rounds, you know. It's, it's getting a little, little wild, folks. Um, if you're in that group that want to call people like me a fear mode, go ahead. Because when it, when it, when it happens, it's going to happen. You're like that guy that keeps climbing up the building saying, my God will save me. And the boat drove by, the fire engine drove by, all these people, all this help drove by, and when he died and went to heaven after drowning in the flood, he said, God, why didn't you save me? He said, Well, buddy, I sent, I sent a tractor, a truck, I sent uh, a helicopter, a boat. You, I mean, at some point, you gotta you gotta take the messages God sent you and be prepared. Uh, you gotta start learning to take care of yourself. The first mistake you ever made, and it was a gener- couple generations of mistakes that our generations have made, is it stopped growing your own food and depend on a global system global system uh, because that global system got broke during the pandemic and it ain't got no better ever since my friends it ain't got no better ever since um, it just keeps getting worse if you don't believe it go look at the prices on the shelves now um, again ready wise folks but at the same time we got pack fresh now you can put up your own food so if you're buying pinto beans Pack Fresh, I got you 10% discount. Got the link, go to the bio. You go to packfresh.com and use code EDGE, all capital letters, and you can get your Mylar, your oxygen absorbers, you can get all the kits, and you can start sealing up your own food to last for 25 years. Up to 25 years. And sometimes, in some cases, even longer. Uh, but you, you put up beans, you can put up rice, and you can use these Mylar bags to do it. And Pack Fresh has all kinds of amenities to help you with that. Thank you for them iron likes there, my friend. Thank you for them likes. Um, yeah, just uh, keep keep it going. Keep it trucking. Keep it printing. Because I'm telling you, it's, it don't matter if they call you crazy. People was calling me crazy. Now I got people that used to act like I was a nut job and used to make fun of me. And now they're prepping. <laughs> and that's One of them. Uh, one of them, I kind of, th- I don't know if he ever thought I made fun of it, but now he's ready to plant him a garden. <laughs> he's like, we're planting us a garden over here. Uh, now, there were explosive charges in California. This is another uh, article we're looking at. Authorities reported that a man from California, Peter Peter Karasib, age 36, was apprehended on Wednesday with allegations of detonating two transformers belonging to the Pacific Gas and Electric. Law enforcement officials discovered considerable quantities of explosive materials and inactive lab use for producing methamphetamine in his residence. As per Santa Clara County Deputy District Attorney Victoria Robinson, the suspect is charged with multiple offenses, including two charges of detonating a destructive device, two charges of damaging an electrical line, and an arson charge connected to the incidents of transforming bombings. Transformer bombings. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, you got people attacking the grid. Uh, there is a friend of mine on TikTok, the Perky Prepper. She had a report. Uh, she was going through a um, a training course. You can go watch this video on her. You can go give her a follow. She's got good information. She's really attuned to the urban prepping uh, setup, what you need to be doing. She's highly organized. She's uh, got good content, good information. But she's going through this class, and the guy that is running the class, he, he's actually in charge of this, uh, of keeping up with this area um, and, and trying to prevent these things in a major city. And um, one of the things that is mentioned, he said, they, I think they were saying they have like a, a hundred attacks on the grid in that area, just in that area on their electrical grid in that city. Like, I think it was, if it wasn't a day, it was a week. Yeah, I mean, but it was way more frequent than people realized uh, what was happening. And we're seeing more and more, they're getting more and more, um, they're getting they're getting better at what they're doing, trying to take this grid down. They're getting better at trying to disable it and keep 
keep you from getting the power you need to stay alive because we're so dependent. You know, we're, we're dependent on the grid. Uh, and this off-grid mentality, I mean, we're far from all of us literally being off-grid. There's very few people that we couldn't do this on a large scale right now. We're, we're just working on it. We're trying to figure it out. Um, we, we gave up off-grid when, uh, if you watch Yellowstone 1923, that's about the time when we started giving up because they're walking through the city and the guy's got the... Uh, uh, the appliances, and he says, we'll rent them to you if you buy electricity from us. And he said, and that cowboy tells him, says, well, what's the point of that? He says, if we do that, then we're not working for us. We're working for you. And that's a, that's a true statement. And that's now it's a lifestyle. We're the first couple of generations in the history of the world that have not put up mass amounts of food in preparation for the winter or for the hard times. People done it. It was a normal part of life until we started having the conveniences we do now. And if you go watch uh, a lot of your History Channel documentaries about how we started growing in that time and in that era, you know, people going to work in, in the new industrial age in America, well, they, they needed these foods because they're working all day in a factory. And they'd come home and they didn't have time to prep. They didn't have time to cook, uh, get all this meal together and grow gardens. Uh, if you watch the movie The Doll Maker, it kind of shows that in the 1940s too during the war when everybody's going to Detroit to work. And um, this woman uh, right here uh, in this movie, you know, she's trying to scrimp and save, but it's hard, you know, and her husband's telling her to spend that money. And she starts, she wants to buy a farm and get out of there. At the end of the movie, they get up out of there because they just don't like that life. But, um, and that's kind of how a lot of people are getting out there starting to realize, hey, I don't like this. I don't like being up in here. All these people, it's too much crime, too much, you know, I'm too, too out and open. You better get ready. You better start learning to grow food. We'll figure this thing out if enough of us get it. You know, if enough of us get at it, we'll figure this thing out. But you don't have to get at it, get at it and start working at it and learning because it's going to collapse. You can't build something this big and then start talking how we're destroying the planet and all this stuff and then try to change it on its end without crashing because it's built on such, such a fragile foundation is what I look at. When you kind of look at that statue and that... Uh, in that dream that was interpreted, that, uh, that uh, Daniel interpreted, talked about that one nation that was like clay and, and uh, I believe it was uh, it was clay and iron. That it was it was basically showing how fragile that nation was. That's kind of where we're at, folks. If, if that's maybe that represents us, I don't know, but we're kind of there. We're, we're so fragile right now. We seem so big. We seem so great. You know, we've got all these amenities, but all it would take is one low yield nuke detonated in the right spot in the upper atmosphere, probably sitting on some type of spy balloon platform to knock out every amenity you have. You know, your cell phone won't work, your food won't work. Now, we're working on things like this in the present. We're making strides. You're, you've, you've seen what Elon Musk has done with the Starlink system. Uh, Ukraine, we were getting, probably still getting real-time information from the war zone. We're getting real-time information from the war zone because they brought Starlink in and people had access to Wi-Fi. And if you can afford that Starlink system, you can have Wi-Fi literally about anywhere. Um, there's people that are doing live, live streaming on their gaming uh, online through Starlink out in the middle of nowhere. And so it's it's a pretty good system, sets itself up. But how much more is to come? There was an ad I've seen the other day. I think uh, it might have been Southwest Prepper Group put up a uh, poster. It might, no, it was um, the the uh, Old Ways um, book. They they were posting this on Facebook, and there was this little uh, they were they had this little uh, plug-in USB port that can make your own Wi-Fi uh, style network in like in a certain area. So you would you know you'd be able to talk with one another. People are working on this. And if you got a Faraday cage, you got the knowledge, you can have communication like that. You can have your books on your tablets and, and still have them after an EMP tried to pry it because a Faraday cage can protect these items. Uh, so, and there will be some of these items that they're supposing will actually make it through if they're shut off. Uh, but it's going to cause a lot of problems. You know, if it just disables, like, let's say it just disables 40%, 10% of the tech in America. Is it crucial? What's going on? It could cause a lot of problems. Ricochet's bringing up CB radios. Uh, now, I'm not sure with, if that took down all the repeaters, would they would that CB system uh, work as well? Ham radios, I know, work really well. 
yes, China owns a lot of the seed companies. What I'm going to tell you, you need to look into heirloom seeds on eBay. And you can find a lot of growers that have heirloom seeds. Uh, look at these seeds, source from these people, uh, because this may be the future. This is how you get your independence, is having your own seed and knowing how to replant it. You got to get out of that uh, that system. And me and my wife are working on that this year with the gardening. We've got a lot of heirloom seed. Uh, I've got some sorghum, some heirloom sorghum seed that I'm going to be planting because um, we want to work on creating our own powder for the chickens. I'm, I'm thinking about starting a mealworm uh, mealworm farm, which probably could feed it, you know, uh, pieces from the sor uh, those what we don't use off the sorghum for feed or the sorghum feed, I can just put the millworms in it. And uh, I'll have to get a, a feed grinder. But I mean, I might can rig one up. I mean, I've seen people do it before. But we got a lot going on. Uh, maybe if, you, if you've not listened to the podcast, we, we released, we were trying to release exclusive uh, podcasts, but there is what I'm calling uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. We're talking about the chicken conspiracies. 58 million chickens have been slaughtered because of a supposed bird flu. And we talked about this on another uh, another situation, but you need to go listen to that podcast. We've got a lot of information. We're going to talk about a lot of things. We're seeing on the ground here in our area. You're probably seeing it in your area. I'm talking to people in other areas. Um, you may not be able to get chicks. Um, they're selling out everywhere. There's, there, they, there were a lot of laying hens that were butchered. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot going on. We're doing our best to get information out to help you. And we're trying to do what we... Uh, I'm in Alabama. Uh, TCB teacher, uh, Rand Clark. I like to make stuff. That, that's that's good. You need to... Uh, what did Rand Clark say? They like to make stuff. I don't know what they did, but they make cake, man. Uh, oh, Billy Fay, you're from Tennessee. So yeah, you're probably close to me. We got uh, Bushcraft Global. Good to see you in here, bud. This, this, this guy, Bushcraft Global, give this guy a follow. This guy has actually designed knives for Condor. Uh, Condor is an El Salvadorian-based uh, knife company. Uh, it was started by a company from, uh, was it the Solingen? Uh, it was a company uh, from Solingen. Germany that came in and created a factory there and then Condor I mean the people there bought it out so they make pretty good uh, machetes, axes, knives uh, I think they're a 1075 uh, or yes it's a 1075 uh, steel that they use, 1075 um, carbon steel blades uh, but they sharpen up great, I've got three or four Condors, I've got got a number of different things but I, I like their their equipment and they're good good group and he's, he's got some good content good bushcrafting content go check him out um uh, aim again where to get this what are we talking about getting <laughs> oh yeah they do got 1095 okay i've seen i've seen a lot of 1075 uh, what, what are we trying to get there tcb teacher Other net, okay. That might be uh, the other net thing. I think that's what she's talking about. There's there's a lot. Oh, the knives. You can actually buy. Just search Condor. Uh, you can go to SmokingMountainKnifeworks.com. You can go to Condor.com. You can go to any major knife site, and they're going to have a lot of good knives. Um, yeah, I, I, I love my Condor. I got a Bushlore, a Stratos. What else I got? I can't remember. <laughs> I got I got more knives than. And uh, I probably got hairs on my face right now, but uh, yeah, they got good knives. I like their knives. Um, they, they got a good. They always come with a great leather sheath. Uh, uh, yeah, this dude, he comes on here. Uh, he's from uh, Condor. He helps with Condor knives, and then we got BPS blades that's come on here. They're from. Um, they're from I think the Ukraine. They may be in Ukraine. So we got a lot of we got a lot of knife makers. And if you need a good knife, we'll point you in the right direction. Well, hey, I'm looking into making knives right now. So. I got a hick, old hickory video coming up pretty soon. Appreciate saying that. Yeah, for some reason I've got yeah they got work stuff too. Okay, there you go. He's um, got new steels. He, he also designs for tops, artisan and CRKT. So you got 
Yeah, okay. So so this guy right here, if you're not following him, he's got he's got some good content. Uh, nice guy. Always been talkative to me. Don't he don't this famous knife designer don't uh, put his nose up in the air towards me. He goes talk to this little old Alabama boy. Um, but yeah, uh, he's he's uh, he's got good content as far as the bushcraft and survival. And apparently he designed some of the best knives that you're going to see out there on the market because I didn't know he was designing for Tops, Artisan, and CRKT, uh, which I love all these brands. So, I mean, because I love knives. I, I mean, I love knives. Uh, but, yeah, BPS, yeah, he said, yeah, BPS is in the Ukraine. BPS is actually making one of the knives that are out, out on the front lines of the Ukrainian war right now, and they've got those online. Um, they probably got some some videos on TikTok, you believe. But I, I love knives, uh, and, and and this is probably why me and this guy get along, because he apparently loves knives, too. <laughs> I love knives, guns, anything that will shoot, chop, uh, cut, and kill. Who knows? Now, this is a point where I kind of go into my religious beliefs uh, because this is a ministry. I I try to provide for everybody. Then there's a time where I go into my religious beliefs and I try to give everybody a warning in case you don't agree with it. You want to leave. I try to be uh, gentlemanly like that. I try to be uh, polite like that. But we are going to talk a little bit about the Lord. You know, we are in these perilous times. Uh, we are in times that you know none of us have ever experienced to this degree. Um, it's going to be it's going to be wild. Uh, I think it's just going to get worse and worse because it's 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 what it's done on this track for the last three years. I believe we are in a new type of warfare. We're going to see biological attacks. We're seeing uh, uh, we're seeing. Um, uh, cybernetic attacks. We're seeing grid and infrastructure attacks like I've never seen in my lifetime. Maybe we've seen it happen in other countries, but we've not seen it happen in theirs. And I believe that's kind of where we're at. You can say it's fear mongering. You can say, well, this happens every day. But hey, even if this is what's happening every day, this is all the more reason you need to have a plan for your family. You need to have a bug out kit. How you doing, Aussie Cass? Good to see you. Um, you need to have a go bag at least you need to have a three month supply of food in your home because we literally don't know what's going to happen Ukraine they kind of knew but they didn't realize they were going to shut down the ATMs and shut down the power because you have people just lining up at ATMs and they couldn't get their money they couldn't buy food it was quite a disruption it was quite a disruption Uh, so my friends uh, be prepared we try to do our best you and one of the ways I try to prepare people is, is here's the thing I have this thing I talk about always prepared never scared and we, we try to tell you you know we've got we, we got this thing where we can tell you how to always be prepared and never be scared and you may I, we're not guaranteeing you're going to make it through every situation but you can be prepared and it's not got anything to do with gear or anything of that nature because I could have every piece of equipment I needed to survive and be self-sustaining and lose every bit of it fire because I actually had a friend who lost all of his, his whole building burnt down and he was he had been prepping for years had 20 something years worth of food went up I believe lost every bit of it to a fire so they've had to start over again my preparation is not in those things I'm just giving God every avenue he can take to help me but if he decides to do it a different way I'm game for that too my friends um that is my preparation, is my walk and my relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. My, my, my relationship with Him. The fact, you know, I went on that little rant about coming out of a poor neighborhood. I'm still in that neighborhood. I still live here. But I didn't succumb to the drug use or the alcohol use that some of my friends did. I've been able to be there for them. And that's not because I'm this strong, you know, just wonderful person. I, I'm just... A normal guy. It was because very early in life, I chose to give my heart to the Lord, and I kept letting Him have me every time the temptations came along to try and take me. You can you can argue disbelief. You can argue every which way with me. Science, what not? There's there's science out there. I, I believe proves God. But the thing to me that proves God the most is not you know the scientific. It's, it's my own life. I talked to an atheist one time, and we talked about why I believe. And and, and, it, and it seemed to really kind of make an impression on him. It wasn't all these different debate topics. It was what I'd seen in my life. You know, I shouldn't be, even be here. 
my dad was raised, uh, you know, with a pretty wild father. Uh, he, he, his, he died when my dad was 16. My dad got into alcohol. My dad got into a lot of things. He should have died, but for some reason he came out and, and was, he met my mom and got in church and he started a ministry and he raised me in this crazy neighborhood with all these bad influences. I'm talking about, you know, you got all kinds of drugs being used like while we're present. Uh, and we didn't know what it was, but they knew better than the fool with it, you know, trying to get us in the middle of it because of who my dad was. They knew what he would do. He didn't want none of that to be there. But because my daddy took that stand and he, he spent that time in prayer, he would pray in his study every night. And it would it, it's it's like it had an effect in the neighborhood. There was there was a lot of kids that were that got out of this stuff, that got out of this lifestyle. But then here we're still here, God's got us here, and we're still staying with him. Still stand with the Lord and, and in Jesus. I'm a grown man, got my own family, raising my kids this way, and and I'm seeing the miracles of God that He's done in my life. Not just what He done in Daddy's life, providing now all these different things that are beyond coincidence that just keep happening. Statistically, it shouldn't happen. I should have got on drugs. I should have because I'm in the neighborhood I grew up in. Shouldn't have had the opportunities that I had, but it happened. And I, and I've, I've I've been able to have a life for myself that is a good, clean lifestyle. I'm able to be there for my friends and for my family that gets into that lifestyle and needs help and needs prayer. I'm able to be there for them. I'm able to help them a little bit because of my relationship with Christ. See, He is the great enabler. He is the ultimate preparation, I guess you would say. If you feel like you're scared for the times and you're worried about what's coming, hey, do not fear. Put your faith in Him because He's never let me down. Test Him. He'll, he will bring you through. He will give you strength. There, there There's a little devotional I like to read every time I do this and this is uh, it's Max Lucado Grace for the Moment because I've got the grace of the Lord helping me um, but 1 Peter 3 and 18 says Jesus was not guilty but he suffered for those who are guilty to bring you to God it says this Christ came to earth for one reason to give his life as a ransom for you for me for all of us he sacrificed himself to give us a second chance. He would have gone to any lengths to do so. And he did. He went to the cross where man's utter despair collided with God's unbending grace. And in that moment, when God's great gift was complete, the compassionate Christ showed the world the cost of his gift. He who was perfect gave that perfect record to us and our imperfect record was given to him as a result. God's holiness is honored and his children are given. None of that, notice none of that included your efforts. You may feel like this addiction is too big. How you doing, Red Prepper? Good to see you. You may feel like this situation you're in is too big. It is too big for you. But when you go to making universes and you hold them in the palm of your hand, these things are not beyond you then. So I want to get that guy that's got the universe in his hands to be a part of my life. See, that's the thing that confounds people like uh, Stephen Hawkins. And he said he didn't believe in God, but if there was a God that created the universe, it would just be, he would be so, his concerns would not be on something as minuscule in the universe as us human beings. But I beg to differ. That is the miracle of God that he created this vast universe and he is still working on me. He's still worried about you and I. He still wants to help us. Could it be that he created this great universe for us? And he can control this universe to take care of us. And he will be there for us in our time of need. That's the kind of backup I want. That's the kind of friend with connections I want. 
And that's the kind of friend with connections I've had. He's opened up a lot of doors. I'm, I'm sitting right here right now talking to you on this live stream, this recap, this podcast, because Christ opened doors. If you'd asked me three years ago that I was doing what I'm doing right now, I would have thought you were probably crazy because I didn't even know how to use any of these platforms. I didn't know how to use my computer. I didn't have a computer. I, I have a couple, I had an old boot bootleg version of a Samsung phone. I didn't, I, I, this stuff don't happen without God moving. And because of this, the Lord's enabled me to help other ministers get out there, to inspire other ministers to take their ministry online. He's been able, he's enabled me to help you with content, to educate you about survival, preparedness, uh, making your own equipment, uh, how, hacks, DIYs. The, this, this was something driven by God because God loves you and he wanted you to be prepared for the things that may be coming. And he also wants you to be prepared for his coming. And I'm right there with God on that. I love you. And I'm always praying for you. I'm always trying to do my best. Uh, and, and the thing is, you know, I try to do, I, I went from doing this every day to doing this three times a week to doing it two times a week down to one because I've got so many avenues I'm trying to work on to help provide information, to give you what you need. It's just like Noah's thing. And don't just connect with us here on these live streams. I want you to go check out our website. Go check out all the social media platforms. We post short video content. Go check out the blog posts. I'm working on a lot. Go check out the podcast. You can download these live streams and listen to them while you're out riding around. Uh, while you're in places where you don't got no signal. That's the BB podcast. That's why I like Listening to them when I'm working just keeps keeps monotony down. But yeah, we, we tried to provide you every avenue to listen, every avenue to get this information. We hope you'll use it. I hope you invite your friends. I hope you share these links out to your friends. Share these products out to your friends. Help your friends begin to prepare. Because like a uh, TCB teacher is saying, it's like the days of Noah. The heart of many is waxing cold love of many is waxing coat. Uh, people are more lovers of God, uh, more lovers of themselves than of God. Uh, people don't even love their own kids. I mean, we've seen that in the articles we got today. We got this up as an article, the Chaos Chronicles, on our website. So we hope you'll check that out and read that. We've got a number of articles. If you sub to that email list, uh, we got all kinds of articles. Uh, to, to educate you about things. We've got a lot of good articles coming up. I've got some help right now. I've got some AI help. I don't know how some of y'all feel about AI, but I'm actually using it as a force multiplier, generating uh, articles uh, that I use as templates, that I use as uh, uh, as rough drafts and that I can add to. I, I'm, I'm using AI to generate pictures of, of uh, different scenarios using camera. So so the Lord's enabled me to do more than I was doing. So thank for that. Five-gallon buckets. Ricochet's talking about five-gallon buckets hidden in your go zone. Caches. That's a good idea. I need to start talking about caches. Um, and I need to start getting some caches buried more. Because <laughs> I don't... I, I, Hey, folks, you come by here looking for something, I'm going to be gone. Because I know there's probably a crowd coming if something bad happens. And when you get hungry, I don't got enough to feed everybody. I feed my family and the ones I come across. But when a crowd's coming to your house thinking they're going to get took care of, you're looking to get mobbed. Folks, we're going to pray. And uh, we're going to end the live stream because i got to get in here and make sure supper's ready. And uh, my lunch is ready for it. And my wife don't have to pretend uh, with a bunch of kids running around Y'all have a good day today. Rick's got a few hidden. That's good, Rick. I'm glad you got some hidden, too. Um, I got some things hidden. We got some things hidden. Uh, we're going to hide some more stuff, too. <laughs> but uh, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer. If you got a need, post it in the comments. And I want everybody that's praying person to pray for those needs. Hey, Jerry Dale, good to see you, bud. Uh, but we're going to pray. And then we're going to we're gonna shut down the live and the podcast. And, hey, things, things are going to be done. 
and we're going to go and uh, start getting ready for her day because I work a night shift. My days at night. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you just work, Lord God, in a powerful way on our friends. You've seen the trolls that came in. I pray that you touch their lives. Lord, I pray that you break that hold of stupidity and ignorance on their lives, God, and just guide them to uh, more common sense. Lord, we need more common sense in this world than we've ever needed. I need more common sense, I feel like. I feel like I've, I've been educated into ignorance sometimes by the government with the things they've tried to push on us, public education and, and, and whatnot over the years. So just, just help us to learn, God. Help us to be prepared. Help us to be better able to take care of ourselves and others around us, God. But most of all, I pray, God, you help our souls to be prepared for you, God. Help our souls to be cleansed of sin. Uh, the things that tear us down, the things that destroy us, Lord, the things the enemy uses to destroy us, that bait in the trap, God, I pray you spring the trap and you cleanse us and heal us. And I pray that you just touch every one of these special needs that are being put before you right now in prayer. You touch these people as they go out into the world to be uh, lights for you, to reach the lost, Lord God, to be, to be a helping hand to those in need, God. We thank you, God, for this time to come together. Lord, we pray you bring us back here together again, Lord, soon. Jesus, now we pray. Now I'll say it. Amen. So um, if you check their stories out here on TikTok and a bunch of our posts all over social media, we got a lot of links back for us, USA, Blackbeard Fire Starters. Uh, we got uh, Ready Wise. We've given you the amenities to help you. And if you're, you're interested in becoming a creator and earning a little money, right now Clapper's blowing up. There's a lot of folks there. We got that link on our website. Go tap that link. You'll find the Clapper app. You will be able to create you an account. You'll be able to go live immediately. You'll be able to start earning money immediately through lives. Uh, you can build a community. You can join in on uh, radio shows that people do uh, on the platform. Uh, and the Lord be with y'all, uh, TCB uh, teacher. I pray, uh, Lord, I pray you touch her mom as she's dealing with the cancer. Lord, in Jesus' name, I pray, Amen. Um, I missed that one because I got to pray and I had my eyes closed. But uh, folks, I hope that uh, I hope you get prepared. And I hope you get yourself ready. I don't think it's gonna get better in this world. The only time you're gonna really find peace and things are gonna get better. Gonna be one more with Jesus. I'm gonna tell you that positivity are out that everybody wants to. Oh, we just always gotta be positive. Sometimes life ain't positive. You just gotta be ready for the negative. I'm gonna tell you that. Y'all have a good one. We'll see y'all later. We're getting out of here and uh, we're gonna end the podcast now. Y'all come back and listen again. So we thank you for listening to the Chaos Cast. Uh, come on back. Give us a follow. Go check out the sponsors in the description. And again, go join that uh, subscription email list on our website to get notifications of what's happening in our community. And we thank you now for joining our community and helping us get people prepared. Thanks, folks. Come on back. <laughs>